0: Talking CMU baseball with Mav skipper Chris Hanks on the team, and with us right now on the team line, coach of the of Mavericks baseball team, Chris Hanks. Chris, welcome back to town. Oh, you've been back for a few days, but uh, welcome back after the trip to Florida and uh, facing Rollins College. You unfortunately uh, have to split in that, or you, get, uh, you lose those uh, final games of the of the series at uh, at Florida uh, to Rollins College. But uh, if your baseball team early, uh, solid competition out in Florida and give us your appraisal of what you saw from your baseball team through the first, uh, games of the season.
1: Well, yeah, I think the guys did well, you know, if, uh, before the trip, uh, if you would have told me we'd split, I would take that down there early against the warm, warm climate schools, both two of the, two of the top three teams in that sunshine conference, Florida, Southern and Rollins as, as they ranked preseason. Uh, and I think that's probably pretty accurate. um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take it. I think we had an opportunity to win three out of the four. Uh, we also had a chance to, to lose one other one. We could have gone one and three. So to get out uh, with a split, uh, we learned a lot about our ball club. We, we faced uh, top-level competition, regional-type competition early. Uh, so, you know, we come home and make some adjustments and, and move forward.
0: As I mentioned, uh, you, as you mentioned as well, Chris, two and two with uh, the win at uh, Florida Southern College at Lakeland, Florida. You won that one in a close one, four to three, and then uh, beat Rollins College, your team, of course, number eight in the nation, number fifteen. Rollins you beat them five to one, lose a close one, four to three, and then lose the final game of the series, thirteen to four. Uh, just give us uh, a sense of what you what you liked uh, and maybe what you didn't like from your pitching staff uh, when you were at Lakeland, Florida, and also at Winter Park.
1: Well, I'll tell you, our pitching uh, the first three games was in the category of dominant. Uh, It was as good early season pitching as I've seen here, I'd say, in my coaching career. We were really pleased with that. Uh, You know, uh, I thought Kyle Miller in game uh, three did a nice job. Uh, Cade Nickel came in after him and got roughed up a little bit. Uh, uh, And then, you know, the Sunday start from Jacob Rhodes, who last year was uh, our number one a majority of the year. He couldn't he didn't. He got through one inning and had trouble throwing strikes. We got down four nothing right out of the gates in the first inning, but our guys responded. Uh, but but I'll tell you, our pitching was a little knocked off kilter. We you know we were trying to get all starters a uh, minimum through three and hopefully four or more, and it really threw us off schedule. Uh, Ethan Voss and both JJ uh, Almeida came in and. For two innings each, they were dominant, and then we probably pushed them one inning too far. Which uh, each of them, which was a result of just trying to uh, get down the game a little bit. Um, as you know, in the fourth game, you start to run uh, low on your options uh, to get through nine innings or more, possibly if you have extra.
0: And that five to one win over Rollins, uh, Cole Seward went the five innings, three hits, just one run. He had six strikeouts. He looked really good for you.
1: Yeah, that was uh, probably Cole's best outing as a Maverick. Uh, you know, he was sitting 92 miles an hour the, the whole time. Uh, he was very dominant. Uh, he had command. Um, you know, we're, we did a really good job the first three games. Our strikeouts to walks, uh, are, are those numbers were just phenomenal against some really good uh, offensive teams. So, you know, we, stu- we stubbed our toe a little bit to begin, to start off in game four, and I guess that game four uh, is the only thing that really put a damper on the weekend.
0: You opened up as we referenced with Florida Southern and uh, last year's uh, Armac Freshman of the Year Liam Hohenstein got the ball for you in that one. He went the five innings, kind of some interesting numbers. gave up six hits, gave up three runs, two of those were earned, but he had seven strikeouts uh, in that game as well. But you know, what was your takeaway from seeing Liam in his first start of the season in that first game against Florida Southern?
1: I thought he did real well. You know, I think that uh, we may have gotten some bad scouting advice. Uh, You know, the way we pitched them, uh, uh, you know, as we talked to other coaches who knew their club, uh, the way we pitched them uh, was not effective. And so the majority of Liam's hits were off of his uh, his curveball, which he has a good curveball. You know, we were told they were a, a team that hunted fastballs and, Uh, You know, they have big uphill swings. They're trying to hit home runs and doubles. And as it turned out, uh, I mean, I think probably four of of the six hits that Liam gave up were uh, breaking balls, which was surprising to us. um, But I thought Liam Liam had control of the game. I don't believe he walked anybody. And he had those strikeouts. And, And the hits, for the most part, were scattered a little bit. And, you know, we had some errors behind him as well.
0: Chris Hanks, coach of the Cover Mesa baseball team with us on the Team Sports Network and uh, in that game against Rollins College, which you won 5 to one and kind of just the overall weekend. Uh, Jonathan Gonzalez had a couple of hits, uh, drove in a run. I believe he had a, a three-hit game in one of the other games. Uh, Jonathan had a, a good weekend for you at the plate.
1: Yeah, he did. Uh, John was one of our leading hitters on the weekend. It wasn't one of our better offensive weekends, but some of that's the result of facing high-level pitching and then playing at sea level. You know, I In that first game against Florida Southern, uh, playing anywhere at sea level, I think we would have gotten out of that game with about four home runs. But as it turned out, we had three balls uh, get caught right at the wall. We had one, uh, Ethan Nunez, a freshman, hit a triple in his first college at-bat that hit off the top of the wall. So, uh, you know, we we flew out a fair amount of times down there. You know, as you know, the ball just doesn't carry the way it does here. And which was a teaching point to our, our players because, you know, if we can, uh, if we can get back to Cary, North Carolina, that's about how Cary plays and Cary's an even bigger ballpark than the ones we played in. So there was a good opportunity in that to uh, kind of illustrate to our guys, you know, what needs to happen.
0: You mentioned the adjustments at the plate at sea level. What about your guys playing in the outfield and adjusting to, to sea level as opposed to, I mean, the, the way the ball doesn't jump at sea level like it does here in in Colorado
1: well yeah you know I think that uh there were a few hits we gave up because our depth was maybe more geared towards uh you know four or five thousand feet (laughs) and a couple of balls fell in front of us so uh you know we had talked to the kids about that but you know Guys get in a comfort level. They they have a depth that they're comfortable playing, and they have to get burned a time or two, and then they moved up. Uh, but, you know, when you play down there, it's it's hard to hit the ball over guys' heads. It just uh, obviously doesn't fly the same way it does here.
0: Chris Hanks, coach of the Colorado Mesa Mavericks baseball team, with us on the Team Sports Network. Mavericks 2-2 two two after the trip to Florida, and then they come back home for the leadoff weekend presented by a Courtyard by Marriott. And uh, it's Montana State Billings that uh, you take on to uh, open up the home slate over at the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. And right now, Montana State Billings—they're one in five in the season. Uh, They lost a couple of games to San Francisco State University, six to one. Got shut out ten to nothing. And then actually, they won one—excuse me, six to one—their first game, but lost ten to nothing. And then thirteen to six, and then. Played Chico State, a team obviously you're familiar with the uh, with the time in the West Region. Uh, played Chico State, uh, pretty tough for the most part. Did get hammered in the first game, but lost a two run game and a one run game to Chico State. So uh, maybe the the record a little deceptive at one and five coming in, Chris.
1: I don't think there's any question. Uh, we're familiar with their personnel. They have good personnel. They have pretty good pitching. They're well coached. Uh, you know, and you got to remember they they went on the road and. Uh, you know, they're, they're playing on the road, and, and they played Chico, two of the three Chico games they could have won. Um, and so, you know, it's, uh, as we told our players, it's it's a little bit of a trap week. I think the guys feel good overall about our performance in Florida. I wouldn't say great. A three out of four would have been great. Uh, split was good, but I think that you know, thinking that you're coming home and playing at home against Montana Billings, who's one and five, and thinking that it could be easy is a is a would be a huge mistake.
0: Chris Hanks, coach of the Colorado Mesa Mavericks baseball team, uh, with us and, and Montana State Billings. Uh, they do have the uh, the Genac uh, Player of the Week in Jack Naylor uh, Naylor uh, with uh, six RBIs, eight hits, and a pair of home runs. Um, and had a three for four performance against San Francisco State. He comes in with a a really hot bat, uh, helping to lead this uh, Montana State Billings baseball team.
1: Yeah, you know they have some pop in their lineup now, and they got some speed as well. They have a, a good blend of power hitters and some speed guys. So, um, you know, we come home, and you know, as we've been talking about, the ball will fly a, a little better here than where both of us played last week. So. That's something we're going to have to take into consideration, but I think the ball will fly better for us as well.
0: And with Naylor, he's got the, the two home runs, but he's also, uh, so far this season, hit three doubles. Uh, Bodie Wright for them, uh, Chris, has three doubles as well. So they got some guys that uh, will uh, will put some balls in the alleys.
1: Yeah, you know, as I said, I, I think they're well coached. They have pretty good personnel. Uh, and for us to think that uh, we're just going to show up and win you know, the, that that wouldn't be a, a good strategy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no doubt about it. Uh, Chris Hanks, coach of the Maverick baseball team, with us on the Team Sports Network from a pitching standpoint. Their uh, ERA a little bit uh, north of six, uh, Jackson Betancourt for them, has been their, their best arm here in the early stages of the season. He's got a 1.50 ERA. He's already picked up a win uh, this season. He started a couple of games. Uh, so Betancourt's been so far maybe their, their best arm here through the first six games.
1: Yeah, and I would expect to either see him game one or game three. My guess would be game three. That's a seven-inning game, and um, that's kind of what we're anticipating. But, uh, you know, they're, they have some guys in there that we are familiar with that were on the club last year. They have some pitchers that can uh, keep them in games. So uh, we'll just have to worry about ourselves and what we do and how we attack them and uh, in those sorts of things.
0: Chris Hanks, coach of the Maverick baseball team, with us today on the Team Sports Network. Uh, the leadoff weekend presented by Courtyard by Marriott with Montana State Billings starts on Thursday. We'll have uh, that game. Uh, Ray McLennan will join me for that one with pregame at 1245, 1 o'clock first pitch from the Diamond at the Bergman Sports Complex. So uh, we have the leadoff dinner. You have the leadoff dinner coming up Thursday, Chris. Uh, give folks some details about that. And are tickets still available to uh, go to the leadoff dinner?
1: Well, we still have some available. They have to be purchased today. We're closing it down today. Uh, uh, we have to give the food service our, our final numbers and, and what they're faced with preparing. So at this point, people can go to the link. It's supportingcmu.com, uh, or they can uh, reach out to me at the baseball office or the athletic department. Um, you know, and uh, uh, But as I said, uh, we'll shut it down probably around 2 o'clock today.
0: All right. So, uh, once again, reach out to Chris or go to supporting CMU to that to that link to get your tickets for the uh, the leadoff dinner and uh, give us a little uh, preview of what uh, people can expect if they have tickets or they're going to buy tickets of what's in store at the leadoff dinner on Thursday.
1: Well, we we say the dress is ballpark casual, which means dress however the heck you want. It's pretty laid back. <laughs> That's easy. it's my favorite it's kind
0: of attire, by the way. Whatever the heck I want, I like that.
1: Yeah, we've had people show up in shorts and flip-flops and uh, uh, Tommy Bahama shirts before, and and that's just great. We're we're happy with that, however you dress going to the ballpark. We're going to introduce our team. We're going to give some awards uh, to some players from last year. Uh, We're going to have some good food, a couple of jokes. We're going to sing a little bit, uh, you know, and uh, some other good stuff. Induct our Golden Cap members for this year.
0: And who are some of those folks by the way, the golden cap members?
1: Well, if I revealed those Jim then they might find out they don't even know oh, they don't know yet okay that's right who they are
0: they don't know yet well I don't want to uh, don't want to throw a monkey wrench into your plans here so we'll uh, we'll keep that quiet until Thursday night but while uh, you said there's going to be singing, will you be singing Thursday night
1: uh, everybody will be singing we we, we start tonight with a, a, a nice uh, uh, take me out to the ball game. Uh, you know, and for people that don't know that song, we have a nice video with the words and a little baseball bouncing from word to word uh, for for people that have been under a rock somewhere and don't know that song. Uh, we don't judge them, but we are going to educate them.
0: That's right, and that's, that's the important thing. Don't ridicule. Educate. I think that's important. Yeah, I like that, Chris. That's or as
1: we say, you want to laugh with, not at. Uh,
0: well spoken. You well know. spoken. <laughs> is, is that would that would that fall into a skipism?
1: Well, it would. You know, we talk to our guys about that. You know, when you start joking around with teammates, uh, we want to make sure we're laughing with them, not at them. Nobody likes being laughed at. So yeah. that sounds a little soft, I guess. You know, but we're in the new age here, where we got to consider those sorts of things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're picking on somebody like our uh, our old friend Curtis Beadleman, right? Then it's uh...
1: Beadleman. Uh, uh, there. Uh, Curtis Beadleman is an exception to that rule. We can laugh at him all we want, uh, and people that repetitively bring it upon themselves. There's a point where you got to laugh at them uh, because there's nothing else that's possible.
0: Because sometimes they just have it coming. They do, they, and, yeah. and
1: you got to consider those. That would be the asterisk <laughs> on that uh, whole philosophy there.
0: Yeah, but overall. It's a pretty nice way to look at things, laughing with people, not at them. Uh, don't forget, uh, you can get, get the tickets for the leadoff dinner uh, today until 2 o'clock. You can reach out to, to Chris over at uh, the baseball office or uh, supporting CMU, that link, uh, to get your tickets for the leadoff dinner Thursday. But we'll have coverage of the game uh, right here on the team, the the opening game of the home schedule against Montana State Billings, 1245 pregame coming up this Thursday. Looking forward to it. Chris, always appreciate it. Thank you so much, and go Mavs.
1: All right guys, thanks a lot.
0: All right, take care. Chris Hanks, coach of the eighth ranked Mesa Mavericks, Calabrano.